Hey Rosies, Betty here. Season 5 of Revolution Rosies is coming to you next month with more amazing stories of badass women in history, and we have some awesome news coming. But in the meantime, to celebrate our own Vivian Vegas birthday, here's one of our last live recordings for a show we did with Sounds of Bus Town virtually on the Rambling House feed. Hello. Hi. <laughs> wow, that made me way more nervous than most things do uh we're professionals though and we've got this we we're on it we're on it we got it uh speaking of professionals uh you know you don't know who we are we are revolution rosies we are revolution rosies my name is vivian vega i'm betty larue uh thanks will for inviting us to start out the evening tonight which is also something that i didn't expect to like give me nerves yeah uh so it turns out uh we um, haven't done this kind of thing in a long time. We do it to ourselves. You know, we record our zoom calls, but this is a whole, whole new world. Yeah. For us. Very different. Like when we do live shows, it's typically in person, in person. And so we get like audience feedback or oh, we're sh- recording just the two of us. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> Did you hear what that? No. What have you done? Oh, nothing. I just oh. pulled up our live stream and I, it scared me. It startled me and it had our voices <laughs> talking back to me. And I'm so sorry. That's it's not okay. something anybody should ever have. So, uh, if you guys don't know anything about our podcast, uh, we actually, we pretty much just tell each other stories about badass chicks that we're really excited to talk about. Yep. Um, some of them are historical figures. Some of them are people who live today. Some of them, you know, like they're famous they're not famous uh, maybe they're unsung heroes or have had like a story that's not been correctly told about them throughout the years and so that's what we focus on is just badass women in history yes and um, not even just history um, sometimes we talk about people who are currently alive um, which and... I'm doing today and I'm actually oh, really? nervous about oh, oh yeah no. because uh, I don't so like we kind of talked about a theme for this evening since we're doing a live show Yes. And we kind of left it at like, okay, well, we can do like, you know, podcast host or um, game show contestants, game show contestants, game show hosts. Yeah. Uh, anything that goes along with tonight's theme. And I uh, decided to go with a podcast host. I'm not surprised. And I bet I can guess who it is. Can I? Okay. Uh, yes, you can guess who it is. I have two choices of who I think it might be. Okay either um oh god I don't know her name Dr. Sydney something what is this it is it's Dr. Sydney McElroy <laughs> yeah McElroy <laughs> you knew that immediately I did so, well I was either going to go with her or the science versus who yeah. is also great <laughs> so and that's the thing is I was like all right so I have to say that um like I had a feeling you might know who it was because I do talk about them often Uh, and just because I, I absolutely am fascinated with it, what they do and just like how pretty like widespread this person is. And, uh, but also, so I have to say, this is the first time I've ever done a person who is William Mount has met her because he did that podcast festival that they did. So, um, I, uh, I just want to say like real quick though, everybody look at our mugs. Oh, I should we start gonna, selling these because I was gonna like, like slowly just like bring it into and then view. Look at this smear lipstick and raise hell. It's our little phrase. And They're then it's got, cute. aren't they the cutest things? I think we should sell them anyways. 
sorry. So, I had to just, cause I needed some tea and I was like, <laughs> it's okay. So I just wanted to say, I got my information. Oh, God, how do I even start this one? Let's just say that like, so it feels like research doing this podcast has always felt like research, you know, yes. like you're, you're doing like, a, we're doing a book report a book report, but you're yeah. like really excited about it. You're talking about a person that you're really excited about to a person that you're ex- really excited to talk to. Right. Um, so it all feels in- like research until they're alive mm-hmm. and they don't have a wiki page. Then it starts to feel like stalking. <laughs> and so this is a person who like, not only like there is, so when you're like researching someone who is like way far away from you, then they don't feel like they're a real person, but they don't feel like a touchable real person. Yes. And when we do stories about people who we know, it's kind of funny. You're like, I'm going to talk about you on my podcast, but this person is in this like weird in between zone where it's like, Oh my God, they're an actual real person. They don't know me. They could hear this. <laughs> well, didn't we do life. that with a couple people's, um, uh, kids even like once or twice yeah. or like, Oh, their kids are still alive. Let's well, check into them. And then the time that I did, uh, the woman who wrote Pepper Ann, her wife, who, who was that? No, no, no. Who was that one? Somebody's wife, like, oh yeah, it was one of mine. It was one of mine. And it was, um, it was a TikTok I did just a random TikTok. And I was like, oh shit, I hope I did this right. So yeah, sometimes people hear the stuff we say about them and that's horrifying, even though we're like praising them. So I just like writing this last night and doing the research last night, I just have to say felt a little stocky. So there's that. Um, Before we start, I just quickly want to say thank you to Bustown Sounds and to William Mount. Um, Sounds of Bustown, sorry. Sounds of Bustown, their Bustown sounds on like their social medias. Um, But I am so excited to do this and to be here and uh, I'm ready to get started. So whenever you are, I'm ready. I, I also want to thank everyone for having us. Like I'm sad, uh, about not being in rambling house, but I totally, am a, I'm very happy that they decided to do it this way. Cause I think that it's the best way to do it right now. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. So thanks for having us. Thanks for hosting us. Uh, pretty awesome. Uh, so anyways, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Dr. Sydney McElroy. Um, and just so you know, she is a, um, I got my information from, uh, there was a Wikipedia for one of her podcasts that I got some information for, um, but she doesn't have a Wikipedia. So I took some of her information off of maximum fun off of her Twitter page. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and then I found an article with, uh, a bio on her on at an advocate. So, uh, so Dr. Uh, Sydney goes by she, her. Uh, she was born March 27th, 1983. So on Hazel's birthday in 1983. Aww. So she's just a little older than me. So it's actually someone who I could be friends with. Uh, she you is easily. a peer. She is a peer of mine. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she is a mom, a family doctor, a podcaster. Uh, she says, and a frequent troublemaker, which I added the good one. I actually stole this off of her, uh, Twitter. And then I would also like to add that she is an assistant, um, professor as oh, well. So she does all of that. Jeez. Um, How does she yeah. have time for anything? I don't know. Let me, I'm going to go into a little bit about her. So I'm just going to tell you kind of, I'm not going to give like the backstory and everything else. Cause that's kind of odd too. Um, I'm, I'm going to mostly tell you a little bit about her and why I think she's such a badass. So she hosts the show sawbones. 
mm-hmm. um, with her husband, Justin. Uh, Justin has his own podcast. He's like a huge podcast mogul and probably one of um, you know, the big, big names in podcasting. I relate um, to him in that podcast a lot. Whereas I think you are more like her because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's poop. Just talking Here's about something poop. funny about what you just said to me. Yeah. I like, I think it's a really good back and forth, um, with her, like extreme knowledge and his just being funny. Yeah. Uh, and she's very funny herself, which I love too. Uh, so it's the, it's called Sawbones. It is the, a marital tour of misguided medicine. Um, and if you guys have listened to the podcast, you know that a, I love the podcast because it has all of the things that I really get into. It's got like history. It's got wrong history. It's got the science of medicine. It's got humor and it's got a lot of heart. So, I mean, like, it's like all the things that I really, really get into. Um, and then she also hosts uh, Still Buffering, which is a cross-generational guide to the culture that made us um, with her siblings, uh, Taylor and Riley Smurl. So, um, Sawbones. So what it is, is uh, Dr. Sydney brings a new medicine um, horror, I like to say, from our past um, and its metamorphosis through history and how it might be applicable or what we do about these kind of things today. And then her husband, Justin, inputs by making jokes because she's a doctor (laughs) and he is not. Uh, And they're very, they're, they're very good about being like, this is not a medical advice show this is literally just a you know like this is my favorite ones are when people like send in questions yeah and it's always like really weird ones um the first one like they talked about lightning crotch on it I have not heard that one yet I need to check that out it was a long time ago though it was like when you told me about the podcast and I was like well and I was like I don't have that problem well this episode or this uh the series started in 2013 and it's weekly. So there's a lot of them out there. Jeez, Um, I didn't realize it was that long. Yeah. And it's weekly. Like, just think of this. Okay. I need you to keep this in mind. Keep that, take, 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 take that in mind. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) So the first episode aired on um, June 21st and they discussed the long, significant, insane history of trepanasia. Do you know what trepanasia is? I literally couldn't even begin to tell you what that is. So trepanasia is the act of uh, boring a hole in someone's skull. Oh, so like a, what do they call those? Oh no. Well, it's trepanation. (laughs) When they used to go to psych wards and they used to. I don't know that it's the same thing. It's not lobotomy. Thank you. It's a lobotomy. (laughs) Thanks God. I was like, oh my Um, God, please. (laughs) Thanks God. Thanks, God. No, uh, so no, it's not like that. Trepanation is not like that. No, typically when you bore a hole in someone's head, you're trying to relieve pressure. So if there's like bleeding on the skull or swelling oh, on the brain, I see. Do that. And she goes in to talk about how like this has been done since before there are records to show that it had been done, before it was like written language to show that it's been done. Jeez. So the first episode was just like, a horror show of like why it's been done when it's been done, you know, sometimes for the right reasons, sometimes for not the right reasons. Um, and I was just completely hooked first episode. So anyways, um, and it's ex- like, I already said this part where I'm like, it's everything I want in a podcast. You know, you've got the horror, you've got the mist, like you've got the history and you know how I like to know stupid facts about things that no one needs to know. Yeah. It's not necessary, but I like it. Um, so anyways, 
I've been hooked since. Um, but oop. Oop. So, oop, oop. I, I got ahead of myself, which I was hoping I'd be able to do. Uh, anyways, so she hosts this podcast weekly along with the one that she does with her siblings, um, still buffering. That's also weekly. Oh my God. So she has two weekly podcasts. Um, no. So still buffering started in 2016 uh, with her and just, it was just her and Riley to start off with. Um, and it was kind of like a guide uh, to teenage, teenagers through the years because there's a large gap between her and Riley's age. Um, and now uh, later that year, uh, uh, Taylor joined and it kind of became more of uh, like a movie pop culture guide on what they're interested in time and like what made us. So just kind of like pop culture references from the, you know, like, early nineties to anywhere. Cause there's such like an art large age range. Mm. Um, and it's really adorable. It's very sweet. They have, you know, like they're, they're siblings. So they have like a good banter back and forth and a very like comfortable. Um, so, so on top of the fact that she has two weekly podcasts, two weekly podcasts, uh, she is a family practitioner who primar- primarily works with people facing homelessness in West Virginia. Mm. Yeah. I didn't know that part. I knew she was a doctor, but yeah. So yeah, her, she's, she focuses on people facing homelessness. Um, and, uh, and so she, she does this in West Virginia. This is where they live, uh, with her two children, both under the ages of six. I think like, I think one of them's five and the other one is two. Um, and she also loves to, uh, did she, I am so sorry. I lost my mind. Okay. So <laughs> she, she's an assistant professor. What happens she, when you handwrite notes? Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I really need to not do this. Why do I do this? <laughs> Tell me about it. I know. <laughs> um, but she also, one of the other things that I really love about like watching her and following her is that she takes to Twitter often to give Joe Manchin like the shit <laughs> where she's just like, Hey, Hey, excuse me excuse me, I'd like to talk to you. Um, and so she, she recently, uh, like, you know, with his, I don't, did you hear what he said about like, I don't want to give more money to the poor cause they'll use it on drugs. Yeah. She was like, mm, would you like to come to my family practice? Like she literally was like, Hey, here's an open invitation for you to come to my family practice and talk to your constituents, the people who voted you in about what you just said about them. Like, come come and so it's really fun to watch her uh she's an advocate on you know twitter but in real life as well um so she is uh adamantly pro-vaccine using her platform to hammer as much facts as she can to overcome misinformation um she is an advocate in the lgbtq plus community uh coming out as bi in the june 2018 episode of still buffering how to pride uh, she speaks out for trans rights. She works to, de- and she's actually currently working to develop a clinic specifically to provide health care to trans people. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. So, um, so on top of everything else she's doing, she's trying to open her own clinic, like, or well, not her own clinic, but a clinic, a clinic with a clinic. her in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, the McElroy's 
sponsored and participated in their community's first official pride celebration in 2019. Cool. Um, and in 2021, she was named uh, one of the champions of pride 2021 for advocate, which is where I found some of her oh, nice. information about her. Cool. So um, again, I love her. I think she is awesome. Uh, I think she's definitely a person who deserves to be applauded and shouted out, but researching her felt a lot like stalking. (laughs) So I hope that I represented her well. And, and, um, but yeah, that's just a little bit about, uh, my favorite McElroy, (laughs) hot take, hot take, hot take. (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah, she's like the only like woman McElroy everybody else is boys so actually they're stinky not entirely um both uh both of the other brothers their wives and them do podcasts on their own as well holy crap you guys it's like, like an entire thing it's this entire thing oh, for heaven's so sake it is, it is literally a podcasting family and I really hope that I didn't say anything that makes that family come after me I don't, if you did, I don't know what it would have been, um, <laughs> except for that you stalked her. <laughs> it, like, I was just like, oh, this will be fun. Like maybe, cause you know, you always like pop on a wiki page and this, oh, and this sure. and that. but like, if I had been doing it about her husband, oh my God, by the way, I found this one website where I was like, oh, this will give me some more information. Um, it was, I'm pretty sure it was a Google translate situation. Uh (laughs) Um, And I I don't know what language it was translated from or where the information had come from, but it was like some sort of mutant conglomeration of her and Justin. (laughs) So it would be like, it would refer back and forth. Like it was just so weird. It would talk about like her birthday, but it was actually Justin's birthday. But then it would talk about so what you're saying is your research was difficult. It was super difficult and it was awkward <laughs> and uncomfortable, but I stuck to it because it was a person that I was like, this person definitely deserves a shout out. And I don't know yeah. if we're ever going to do podcast people again. So, well, and you know what? The options are open. The only reason we chose um, any theme now, and it's fairly loose is because if you're just now joining us, um, we did um, choose a loose like topic for this podcast. Um, and it's for a variety of reasons. One, we typically don't do this anymore because we found it too constricting, but I think that the second reason is, um, because like we're doing this show with a podcast, right? Mm -hmm. So we're teaming up with sounds of bus town podcast with a podcast. podcast Yeah. It's like, uh, inception right now it's podcast section. Um, after this, I'm going to be competing in the, um, the, the track track masters, um, Mm -hmm. which is really, really fun. And I somehow won last year. And so now I get to compete against, um, Mary Steele and Sid McSweeney, and, um, I'm going to get my ass handed to me. So we also decided maybe game show people, right. Um, if there's like a contestant that really kicked ass and we, everybody fell in love with her, we're going to do that person. Um, we also, when we come to live shows, we like to come with a theme because it's fun yeah. to go along with whatever the show theme is. Exactly right. Um, but We've we done also multiple had multiple ones about periods, which is so pretty awesome. many period shows. So those and are like all baby, in our backlog too. So baby, baby burning, uh, baby burning, birthing. <gasps> I said baby burning. Girl, you would do too fast. 
Listen, I am your brain. Is I, I want to get this baby out of me so bad that I said baby burning. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm going to fumigate it. <laughs> Fumigation. Fumigation. Um, but the, oh, third, no. <laughs> the third thing that we also chose um, for this is because since Sounds of Town is a music podcast. Um, we also said anybody who works in the music field or production field or anything like that could also fly. Mm-hmm. Um, so are you saying um, that? Cause that, cause it, cause it has to do with your person. It is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, let me just, let me just tell you how these two people like connect and let uh, me just like yes. unpack this box for you. <laughs> I have one that is a musician and all kinds of, other. I can't even begin to say, so I'm going to go ahead and start. Okay. If that's okay. Were you finished with Dr. Sydney? Yes, I am. Okay, perfect. Woo, there we are again. So brave. I'm so sorry. Okay. okay. So my person, I turned down the wrong thing. I turned down my volume instead of the brightness. Oh my God, please take me away, Lord. Is that your notes? Are you just pregnancy glowing with all the? <laughs> oh, I don't even know anymore. Um, okay. So here we go. <laughs> I'm going to do mine. Victoria Hernandez is her name. Okay. Okay. So Victoria was born. Um, I can already assure you that nobody has heard of this person because I had to do some deep digging for this. Love it. We were both like pulling every string we could. Now I did some deep, deep digging to find her, but the information is out there. So I got all, all of my information from Wikipedia. There's not a lot of information, but it's all there. Um, so Victoria was born March 23rd, another March, March baby. I know, so I know. Um, but this time in 1897, um, she was born in Aguadilla, Puerto Rico to Afro Puerto Rican tobacco workers. Wait, did you say 1897? Yes. Okay. You went way back. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. That just hit me. Yeah. Um, but she hits on some pretty vital times in our cool. history. Nope, so I'm here. Um, so it is of note that her father was a very skilled guitarist. Um, so just musical family already. Okay. Um, Victoria was the oldest daughter and had three other siblings who all became musicians, all of them, awesome. including her. Um, so she um, played the cello, the violin and the piano with great skill, like flawless, perfect skill. But women in Puerto Rican culture were not to really play live. Um, it was like indecent of them oh, to do okay. so back in those days. The, um, so, yeah, so she was just really freaking good with nowhere to go. <laughs> um, but in 1919, she moved with her grandmother and her siblings to New York city. And, Ooh. um, there, um, she it's very West side story, um, <laughs> where they, um, started a career. Um, she started a career as a seamstress and in her spare time, very she, West side story. I, I'm telling you, like I read this and I was like, Maria. <laughs> um, but so she also on the side was giving piano lessons as an extra form of income because back in those days, you just had to have multiple forms coming back in, in she, those days, back in the, like, as if you didn't nowadays do oh, as, if, <laughs> as if there wasn't a gig culture. Uh, that's so sad, but gosh, it's true. Um, so um, she basically provided for the whole family because her grandma was elderly. So she didn't really work. And then her siblings were younger than her. So it was basically her. Um, 
So though she was an incredible musician herself, she loved the business aspect of music um, more so, I think. I can't say more so, but she definitely focused on it a lot more. Um, and she and her brothers, two of her brothers, um, opened the very first Puerto Rican owned music store in New York City. Um, not only that, it was one of only 16 female Puerto Rican owned stores in the entire United States. Oh, wow. The entire United States. That's um, amazing. Yeah. That's a huge statistic. <laughs> like that's nice. Um, so, um, whoop, drink. Yeah. I just, uh, probably shouldn't point out, but I'm going to, that I just tried to stifle a burp and in doing so swallowed more air. So this could be fun later. <laughs> At least you didn't let a big giant fart out, I guess. Yeah, um, I mean, that's good. I mean, like, it's not like I'd be the first podcaster to burp on their podcast. How are I you should... supposed to hold it all in? I mean, the whole time, real. the whole yeah, time. It's, it's impossible. Um, so the store carried records, guitars, and music rolls for like those player pianos that are kind of yeah. like self-playing. Um, like those in are West so World. cool. Kind of want one. Like I in Westworld. <laughs> I want one, but I don't because what if it just starts playing in the middle of the night and then I'm going to have to burn the house down and then the whole house has to go <laughs> throw it all out. And um, it's just like crawling with spiders and you're just like, what is happening? I hate this thing so much. I know. Like why, why? Um, so, okay. Oh, Winston said, hello. Hi, Winston. <laughs> um, Winston. so anyways, um, Okay. Um, there was also a back room in the store where Victoria was still able to continue giving her students the piano lessons while her brother used the back room to compose music. Um, this is her brother, Raphael, by the way, I'm only saying that because he does come into play later. As well. Got it. Gotcha. Um, so after having several successful years in business, Victoria, Vic mm, Victoria started her own record label, um, called Hispano. Um, that produced several records for popular Puerto Rican groups at the time, as well as her brother's compositions, um, which is just darling. Just darling. It really Very is. cool. So she owns a music store and a record label at this point. Um, and she was incredibly successful until her bank blew it and fell victim to the Great Depression. Oh no. I mean, like, so that was going to happen. You're in New York and yeah. I mean, like <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so um, she had to close her label in 1929. Her store's still going, don't worry. Um, but she, she didn't let that get her down um, and she started managing her brother Raphael's career. Um, he started a group called Quartetto Victoria, which means Victoria's Quartet in honor of his sister. That's um, real cute. I'm That's telling a real you, good brother. their brother and sister relationship is the cutest thing I've ever heard of it. That's adorable life. and I love it. It gets even cuter. Like they're so cute. Um, but anyways, uh, so she booked and organized all of his tours and his recording sessions. So again, she's just boss babing it up, like with her toes awesome. in every pond, I guess. I don't know. She's gone for it. Um, so Victoria became known in the music industry, like super well-known. And she began working closely with big hitters, Columbia records, Decca and Victor, um, to book studio mu musicians with band leaders. Um, have you ever heard of Xavier Cougat? Mm, not off the top of my head, but so I bet he, you I've heard him because I listen to music from that era a lot. Well, he did a song that's very popular called Perfumia, but 
Um, that's not why. Um, the reason I ask is because he also professionally trained um, uh, Desi Arnaz. Oh, cool. So like everything that Desi Arnaz did in the I Love Lucy show was all inspired by him. He was in his band and I don't know if that's... he got fucked over or what, but he wasn't in it anymore. <laughs> Just took all of his stuff, like his moves and whatnot. That's crazy. That also it's reminds like... me that I'm watching The Nanny now. And I'm like, oh man, she's seen like Brian Drescher, first of all, hilarious. Second of all, super hot, which I didn't so know hot. that the whole show like really revolves around how extremely hot Brian Drescher is. But <laughs> she's that's so what hot. the whole show She's was. still so hot. She is still so hot. But the only reason I thought of that is because as I'm watching it, I'm like, she's very Lucille Ball. Sure. Oh, her, yeah. Like her big eye, like that, just her comedy and everything like that. Yeah. And they actually make a Lucille Ball reference because she's ah. always she's always causing these, like, she's doing exactly what Lucy Ball does in I Love Lucy. Yeah. Which is, like, she gets into these ridiculous situations, always. and then, like, her her boss plays the straight man, and he was just, like, at one point, he was, like, friend, you got some splaining to do, and I was, like, you guys know what you're doing. Anyways, that's what it reminded me of, because I, I love her. I love have her. I started watching The Nanny. Like, I've never seen it all the way through, and so I decided that I'm going to do that for absolutely no reason. Might as well start. You work from home. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> I do what I want now. <laughs> um, so uh, back to her booking studio musicians. She, um, the musicians she booked um, were pay- underpaid, you know? Um, so if they didn't have funds for living expenses, she actually provided them the money until they were able to pay her back. So she was like, just wait until you get your paycheck or whatever. I know how it is. Just take this and live comfortably for a month or whatever. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So she booked them, but she also paid them, which is a crazy concept. Um, <laughs> uh, so in 1939, uh, Victoria sold the record store and uh, she and her brother, Raphael, um, the composer that she managed, moved away from the U.S. to tour together. Um, but after a brief tour with her brother, she attempted to restart her business in Mexico City because um, they kind of stopped there, had a tour, and they were like, I love it here. Um, yeah. But unfortunately, it did not take off. So in 1941, she moved back to New York City and lived in an apartment in the Bronx. Um, but it was really cool because the landlord at the time had a bunch of open space at the bottom of her apartment complex, and she was able to open up her music store again. Um, this time she called it um, Casa de Musica, which is House of Music, where she sold instruments, records, and sheet music, along with men's suits, women's clothing, and hats, which I guess was not uncommon at the time to have a store that sold such a wide variety of things. Um, but she was killing it. Um, I mean, like, honestly, if you have empty space in your store and you're not selling stuff, then you're just like, I mean, like, I would imagine that if it was a large place and well, and I, if she worked as a seamstress, she probably knew people who would be like, Hey, can I sell my wares at your yeah. you know, establishment? Oh like, yeah. Fuck yeah. Do it. Bring them on. There's um, a lot of stores that do that nowadays too. Sure. Yeah. Look at Marshall's. I mean, not exactly what I was talking about, but okay. Ross. I, I, I was talking more about like smaller stores where like Deja Vu, one of the stores that we did an ad for, they yeah. have a small space that they have given to uh, Megan Lee Designs. 
That oh, sort of thing is what I was Wow, what a combination. Yeah. Two people we've promoted. Um, okay, so... Oh, she continued to give music lessons because she is like a mom, evidently, yeah. to everyone. <laughs> um, so later named Casa Hernandez, the business stayed open until 1965. Dang. Okay. Yeah. And that is when her dear brother Raphael passed away. And she just didn't feel like was he her like, older brother? Do you know? No, she was the oldest. Okay. Um, and he was slightly younger, but they Sorry were. Sorry if you mentioned that close. earlier and I, I missed it. Totally fine. It was I was just trying to guess his age. Sorry. Yeah, nope. You're totally fine. It was just a blip. I don't know his age, unfortunately. But um anyways, um, the store still existed. This like as is um Casa de Musica. Casa Hernandez is actually what it ended up being called until 1969 under a new manager. Um, so she still like was had her hand in it, but they mm-hmm. had a new manager. Um, and then the store finally sold in 1969, but the owner, um, the new owner kept her name in the title to honor its history, which is just great. That's really cool. It yeah. is. Um, and get this. Okay. This is the coolest part. Okay. The store is actually still operating today. Really? What does it sell now? Is it still like it, the it name of this? The name of the store is Casa Amedo Antigua Casa Hernandez, and it's considered the longest continuous operation of any music store in New York City. That's really cool, though. So it Isn't is still a music store. Yep. That's still a music really store. Cool. Still in the um, bottom floor of her apartment complex. And it's still Bronx. like in her name. Yep. Yep. That's really cool. Isn't that neat? Um, and then I put the perfect little sweetie, Victoria, passed away in Puerto Rico in 1998 at the oh, age of 101. Shit. I was going to say, holy shit, that made her like 101, 101. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, so she, I mean, she had to have lived a great life um, to be 101 and like still like, I'm fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. Um, but she was a caretaker to her family, a moneymaker, an entrepreneur, a musician and a woman who just didn't quit. Yeah. And I love that she got to see, like actually see her record store continue for another 30 years. Yes. Like she watched it continue underneath her name. So that's yes. very cool. Isn't it neat? I, I just thought that was like, so just a darling story. It was just a lot of love and a lot of care and just, it made my heart feel good. Um, because so- producers and record store owners and things like that. Like I would never have found that, but I saw that it was still running. And I was like, that is so cool. Like that is just such a legacy, you know? So I have a question for you. You are on our Facebook page, right? Mm -hmm. Or not our Facebook page, but you're on the live stream. I am. Um, We have like 10 minutes. Yeah. Do you want to see if anyone has any questions or. Sure. There's a 30 second delay. Um, so hopefully oh, we get so them all in time, but we should just has- sit here really quiet until the first one comes through. Okay. Let's make them feel really awkward. If anybody <laughs> has any questions, ask them now. Um, and we're going to stare at you. What do you guys have planned coming up for 2022? He was like, please don't stare at us. He's like, don't do this. <laughs> don't do this guys. Please do not start my show like this. <laughs> um, so uh, God here, he's your <laughs> first time caller. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm going to pop out this baby. Yeah. She's popping we're... out that baby on like in less than a month. Less so. than a month. And I think after that, 
we're coming back what in like late I'll, spring I'll decide when the baby comes out <laughs> please make it fairly soon thank you um and thank you I think we decided on what like May as a comeback or I think so something like that um so we're gonna take a, a few months off so that I can get reacquainted with being a baby mama mm-hmm. not that I am not now but he's nine so um and then after that we're gonna come back hopefully just as strong and maybe with merch maybe with merch yeah I just gotta cricket so <laughs> we're ready to fucking roll like start going at it with that merch man yeah so that's what I think our podcast has in store um yeah also we did a lot of ads this year for female-owned businesses and I don't think it would be a terrible thing if we kept that going. I would just say, I would love to do that. I thought that was a lot of fun. So yeah. if you go back to our catalog from, um, I think it was like mid, um, August, mid August on, yeah. we did ads for local female owned businesses and they were free ad spaces. Cause we know that, you know, small businesses right now need any sort of kind of help that they can get because it's a little harder. Um, so yeah, I think that that would be I'm totally up for that. And maybe we can just gather people until May and then we yeah. just have like a plethora. Absolutely. Yeah. So, but also, you know, go to our back catalog and listen to revolution Rosies and then shop at the stores. We told you to. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's, that's all I can think Is of. Is that right a hair now. curler? Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. <laughs> I didn't know that they still existed. Is that an original from the nineties? Um, no, I think it's an original from a dollar store though. Okay. So that's not the kind that went into the pack. Yeah. Did you ever have those in the eighties? Yeah, it was in a pack and I got when, big pink ones too. No, like, like a heating pack. Like you plug oh, them into the wall no, and heat I, them up. I did have some of those. Um, yeah. Sheree gave them to me, but, um, I'm an idiot and I don't know how to do that. You know, I really wish that I, uh, had kept the ones that we had from the eighties, although they were probably dangerous to put in my hair. Fire hazard. I'm certain that they would blow your head up. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of people that are awesome and doing awesome things, Sheree Blondell is going to cosmetology school. Did you know that? I didn't, but I she left her job to go to cosmetology school. Good for her. And she was like, you inspired me. Good. Like you left your job to like, you know, you guys both left the same to. job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, whoop. And I gave her the idea. Um, but, uh, no, it's something that she's been talking about since high school. So we're yeah. just on a call with each other now, I guess. Oops. I'm sorry. Everyone <laughs> who is well, until watching. somebody asks us another question, this is what they get. Um, but anywho, um, let's see. Uh, y'all, closing remarks. y'all, uh, Bob Saget died. There's a closing remark. Solid ender. That's a solid ender. <laughs> Which reminds me, I do want to put it out there in the universe that I'm pretty sure Betty White died for our sins so that we could be reborn in 2022. So don't waste Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. She like gave up the last few weeks of her life where she could have been a hundred. Did was you like, hear no. that her last words were Alan, her husband's name? I know. I was like, well, now I'm going to die. Now I'm expired. Oh, my face is really hot. Um, okay. I do have Ender remarks. Um, our intro and outro song, which you won't hear here, but if you listen to our podcast, you will is done by electro cult circus and performed by myself. 
and, and written by band, herself and written by myself and the rest of the band plays on it too and you can find us on spotify or amazon or pandora or apple music or youtube we have a new official youtube page that i Our made logo. <laughs> yes uh is by amanda and what is her handle on instagram we looked it up last time. Uh, it'll be in our show notes. Um, our amazing Amanda logo. underscore B underscore 13. I think, I think um, right. it's Amanda. She did our amazing logo. And now that I've done this, I can't show you the amazing logo on our mugs. Uh, I've got it. And then she's an amazing badass woman. Yes. Uh, um, and then uh, this show was written and moderately this time produced by uh, Betty and Vivian ourselves um, with a little help this time from Mr. William Mount. Of Thank you of again, Bustown. by the way, Sounds of Town for having us. Thank you again, Rambling House, for letting us ramble on your site. <laughs> uh, if you like our ramblings, this is what we do often. Yes. Uh, Sometimes a bit more put together. Usually just one Less episode awkward. at a time. I don't, I don't know I don't, why I'm know. so awkward today. Like, I don't, I'm, listen, I'm just ready to explode. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, um, after this, stay tuned because we will be doing a game show with Mary Steele and Sid McSweeney and myself featuring its host, William Mount of Sounds of Bus Town. <laughs> that was beautiful. Thank you. Really well like extremely eloquent thank you you can also find us on all social medias at revolution rosies that includes tiktok facebook and instagram um you can you, look for us on twitter but we won't be there we won't be there you can find us it's spelled you can weird, find us even on twitter but like legit we aren't there we aren't there i don't like it i hate it it makes me nervous um <laughs> but if you have anybody you would like to um talk can about I, or yes can i give one more Dr. Cindy McElroy fact that I meant oh. to talk about and I forgot to. Yes. So uh, on top of that, uh, they do Candle Nights, which is a uh, like a holiday themed show every year, but it's not like Christmas holiday. It is Candle Nights, the the holiday that they have come up with holiday show. And uh, the gag that uh, Sydney and Justin do every year, which I absolutely love, and you'll know exactly why I love it when I tell you is they do a Hallmark movie every year where Sydney, the doctor oh, yeah. from big city Sid, yes, like, big city doctor comes and finds like a town that thinks Christmas is like medicate medicine. Um, and so that again, touches on all the things I, I think are amazing, which is like Hallmark movies at Christmas time <laughs> and like, just like insane big medicine practices. And it's, really does mm. it ticks all the boxes for me so anyways i meant to bring that up i forgot to it's bring it up totally cool um all right last thing i have to say is um if you have anybody that you would like us to um do a book report on and you would like to learn more about or if you have a woman that you want to shout out please email us at revolutionrosies at gmail.com will do you have anything for us no, thank you both for for partaking in this and uh, uh, you know adapting quickly to the live stream aspect. So thank you both. You're both wonderful. And I love you're your wonderful. Oh well, yeah. you're wonderful, and I love your podcast. You, you are wonderful. We, we need to do another um, crossover. Urge, yeah, crossover. Mm-hmm. Thank you. We do. That was fun. That was really fun. Yeah. 
I still laugh every time I think about you asking my cat if he had a question because he was licking his butthole. This is the funniest I've ever been. <laughs> I was like, it was just very quick and it it made me laugh. Speaking of animals, Frankie, I'll let you out in just a minute. Give you a All moment. Right. Well, that is it for us. We've been Revolution Rosies. Again, I'm Vivian Vega. I'm Betty LaRue. And until next time, smear lipstick. And raise hell, babies. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>